0: views expressed on the following program are those of the host, and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership.
1: Arizona. Phoenix, welcome to Filthy Fridays on HardcoreChristianity.com. Thank you for tuning in today to Bible Study. Teen, Vogue, Sex. Today on Hardcore. Normally I ask you to give people a call and tell them the radio program's on. Don't do that this week. This is an in-house, family-only radio show today. This one's too much for new listeners. This is Brother Mike. I'm the professional counselor at the Arizona Deliverance Center in Central Phoenix. we on 15th Avenue, just south of Osborne Road. It's the red brick building on the west side. It used to be a Mormon youth center, and the Holy Ghost moved the cult out. They moved you, yours truly and the ministry of God in. That's how that works. On the website, HeartgrowChristianity.com, you'll see all of our ministry services. Thursday nights is our healing room at 7 o'clock, and when I started the healing rooms, I could not believe it. I had no idea they were going to be going this well. The number of people being delivered from demons and being physically healed Thursday nights at 7 o'clock has been shocking. I am so incredibly grateful. Friday nights, my service for my Radio listeners, I teach on Friday nights. I have missed the last few Friday nights. My daughter contracted severe uh, pneumonia. Her right lung collapsed. Uh, She died. uh, The hospital resuscitated her. Your prayers and uh, kindness helped us enormously. She's well. She's been discharged. She's in rehab, and she's coming home in a few days. So deeply grateful for my little partner. Tracy, she's my partner in the ministry and has been from day one, and so grateful I didn't uh, lose her. Friday nights also is my teaching service. It's streamed live on my Facebook page, Michael W. Smith, or on our YouTube streaming channel. The Website has your for you radio archives. You can sign up for a free seminar. We have one once a month. You can contact Sister Karen and have her uh, List your home for sale for you. She loves working with born-again Christians. And please remember to hit the PayPal button and send us another donation as you have for the last 18 years. God love you. Teen Vogue Sex. Folks, Teen Vogue is a magazine that's extremely popular in the United States for teenage women and girls. But it's actually, from a moral standpoint, the equivalent of Ebola. This This magazine is rotten to the core. It is absolutely awful. It's Satan's tool to pollute the minds of our young people and turn them into promiscuous, lust-driven, demon-infected people. Here's the article. Quote, experts may be telling teenagers not to sext. S-E-X-T, of course, is the term they use for talking about sex when you're texting It says, but Teen Vogue's dating columnist is encouraging the practice of sexting, even offering offering advice on how to do it. Nona Willis Arnowitz writes a regular column for Teen Vogue about sex, dating, and relationships. When a reader asked Arnowitz for advice on texting, the reader was worried the pictures may get into the wrong hands. Somebody wrote in and asked Arnowitz, Uh, about sending nude pictures and, you know, provocative stuff over text. Because uh, obviously a lot of that stuff doesn't stay where it's supposed to go. It's disseminated in other places. It's dangerous. No, it isn't dangerous. Arnowitz says, uh, hey, here's a step-by-step guide on how to ease into it, she said. Arnowitz urged readers to, one, begin by showing the nude pictures to a partner in person. That way, she wrote, you're still in control. Number two, the second step she wrote would be to sext with words rather than photos. By using words, the risk of public humiliation is much lower. Number three, the final step, Arnowitz said, would be to send the nude picture digitally. It's often called sexting. Although texting isn't always involved. That's great advice for your daughter, isn't it? I hope they're reading Teen Vogue and they're just trying to help is all they're doing. Arnett says, Arnowitz says, quote, so why am I not taking a hard line and insisting you never send nudes? Because there's something supremely messed up about a naked picture having the potential to shame, humiliate, and destroy someone's life, especially because... Nearly everybody's doing it, Arnowitz wrote. Every time we exchange a nude with care and respect, if that's what we want to do, the stigma diminishes just a little more. So that so that is one glorious day when it'll no longer be work to blackmail someone with sexual images. Happy texting, she writes. Arnowitz also acknowledged the public embarrassment you worry about because Could become a reality, she said. But the readers should neutralize the power of those who hurt people simply because they participate in a completely usual sexual activity. She says everybody does it. Everybody's doing it. Can you imagine that? That is literally crazy. If you send out nude pictures of yourself, they could end up anywhere. Ask Anthony Weiner. New York. This guy's running for mayor. He is way ahead in the polls. He's going to win the election hands down. What's he do? He sends nude pictures of his genitals to another woman. He'd already been caught doing it once. His wife forgave him and stayed with him because they had a child. She was helping him on his campaign running for mayor. He completely repented and told everybody how horribly sorry he was. The problem was, of course, lust demons don't care who you apologize to. They are going to come back later anyway. Okay, it's called relapsing. Lust demons cause sexual perversions, drug and alcohol abuse lust demons cause physical lust urges they hide in the body and they generate physical lust urges for different things food for obesity sexual perversions pornography lust lust these demons cause the body to crave lust Anthony Weiner never got rid of his demons. He just got caught, and then he got publicly embarrassed, and then he repented, and they forgave him. You know, America loves to forgive. They'll give you a second chance no matter what you do, basically. Weiner got a second chance. He was leading in the polls in New York. He was a slam-dunk pick for mayor. This was a couple of years ago. And guess what happened? His lust demons flared up again. Some girl who was a plant started sexting him. He started sending pictures of his genitals, did it again. And this time she betrayed him and spread it everywhere. His popularity during the run for mayor, he stayed in the race. He got blown away by guess who? Bill de Blasio, the man who's been voted as the single worst mayor in the history of New York. And, of course, that's an incredible statement, given how many bad mayors they've had in New York over the decades. That place attracts staggering levels of incompetence. Weiner got blown away by Bill de Blasio. Why? Because he was sexting. But the root of sexting is these spirits of lust. Nobody should ever do sexting on, you know, I hate to contradict Teen Vogue and seem like an old fuddy-duddy, but nobody should ever be sexting because once you click send, that thing is out of your control. Whatever you did, whatever you said, whatever attachment you sent with it, it's out of your control. And somebody is going to get it. Somebody's going to destroy your life. Allison Pereira is a very famous anti-bullying advocate. And uh, she writes a column about it because she got destroyed when she was young. She had sent naked pictures of herself to her boyfriend who told her they, he wanted to get back together. Well, as soon as he got these naked pictures, he sent them everywhere and they spread I mean, literally everywhere. According to her, people in four high schools, three middle schools, and four elementary schools saw her nude pictures. Her reputation was destroyed. Even if you trust somebody 100%, folks, if you get involved in sexting, there's no question you have demons. You have lust demons. If you're sexting, you're feeding your lust demons. You got to understand something. Second Timothy 3:13. Evil men and seducers, they will wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. Sexting is going to be perfectly normal within the next 24 months. Everybody's going to be doing it. It's unbelievable. These evil people, these lust-ridden people are going to get worse and worse as we head toward the rapture, and that event is only a few years away. Trust me on that one. Proverbs chapter four, quote, enter not into the path of the wicked. Do not go in the way of evil. There it is. Sexting, friend, is evil. It destroys people's lives. It destroys their public standing and their reputation. And sexting is going to be booming because Teen Vogue, which is a magazine filled with evil men and seducers, Teen Vogue will only continue to get worse and worse, deceiving others and being deceived themselves. If you have a sexting problem or any other lust problem, you can be completely delivered from that and those urges can be removed. I'm talking about lesbian urges, homosexual urges, serial adultery urges, urges for pornography, urges for sexting, whatever it is. These lust demons are driving you to do things you don't want to do. You know it's not you. You know something inside you is pushing you to do it. You sense him in there. 7 p.m. Thursday night, the healing room. Come to the service. You don't need to, you don't need an appointment. Just show up. God will deliver you from a life of lust, humiliation, and embarrassment. He wants to help you. Don't be like Teen Vogue, don't be like Anthony Weiner and wait until your life is totally destroyed by your lustful, sinful behavior. Don't wait until you get caught having an affair. Don't wait until you get caught with women on your phone or guys on your phone. Come on, do it now, Thursday night, 7 p.m. You be there, and God will heal you. Bless you, beloved